made three small, shallow lateral incisions along my right side to insert equipment inside me. A final small incision was made just below my belly button, where the cutting instrument was to enter. The problem, for whatever reason, it was not determined how it happened, was that this final cut went far too deep, as in inches too deep. The razor-sharp blade hit the front of my descending aorta, and then continued through to the back side of it. The aorta, at that point, is about the diameter of one's thumb. It is the largest artery and carries oxygenated blood from the heart south, where it branches into smaller arteries that continue on to the legs. As I gushed blood internally, my blood pressure plummeted to 30 over 10. Normal is around 120 over 80. How low is that? Brain damage and all sorts of neurological problems predictably occur at that pressure, if it remains there for any length of time. In the words of one doctor, that's the blood pressure of a sponge, not a human. I was at that level for an hour and fifteen minutes. Though I bled like a sieve, the doctors couldn't see the blood, since it was pooling behind my central organs by my spine. When the team finally did notice the injury, They went to work instantly, but it was too late. I had almost completely bled out. There wasn't enough blood for my heart to continue to pump. That's when it happened. I coded for seven minutes. That is, my heart stopped. It would have stayed that way if it hadn't been for the valiant actions of my team of surgeons. They began to pump blood product into me as quickly as I could take it in. Under duress, If there is not enough blood or circulation to go around, our bodies automatically shift into preservation mode to protect the brain and heart. All else is considered less important. Soon, due to my low blood pressure, other parts of my body began to be blood-neglected, such as my liver, my colon, and my external extremities. My fingers, toes, and other unmentionable parts began to turn blue. If something didn't change quickly... I was in danger of losing some or all of these to necrosis. In fact, my liver and colon had already begun to become necrotic. Later parts of each had to be removed to halt the spread of gangrene. And both of my lungs filled with liquid. Extremely low blood pressure does untold spinal damage, and that in turn causes all sorts of neurological problems. The damage is not obvious up front, but is discovered gradually, later on. After surgery, I knew I had lost muscle control over my legs to a large degree, but had no idea until time had passed that there were other, more subtle problems. More recently, I've discovered that I've lost depth perception. My insurance company can vouch for that with my several wrecks. Doctors not too long ago discovered that long-term abdominal problems I've had are the result of nerve damage to my stomach from the surgical accident years ago. This often causes difficulty with sleeping. It never occurred to me that low blood pressure could be linked to digestive issues. At times I've wondered if the repercussions of this accident at every level, physical, emotional, spiritual, will follow me through to the end of life when I die, and stay dead this time. I went through the ringer, almost more than a soul can bear, but I think God sent encouragement my way in the form of certain visitors. For a time I was afraid to talk much about what I'd seen, 
I thought some might think I'd lost it. Who ever heard of such a thing? I stopped worrying when I ran across a character named John Cassian, an early church historian who recorded the experiences of many who had had near-death experiences, or NDEs, during which they saw others who had preceded them in near-death. Considering Cassian's favorable reputation in his day, apparently NDEs were considered fairly common occurrences nearly 2,000 years ago. When I opened my eyes in the ICU, these people were gathered around my bed in a circle, holding hands. I knew in an instant these mysterious-looking folks had passed away in the rooms around me at this hospital. Their eyes were partially closed, and their heads were bowed as if they were praying in agreement. Though I had never seen them before, I felt an instant and profound bond with each of them, as though I knew them well. In my heart, I understood...